Wow, it's been a while. You know when a night you're up all night, it feels like the longest night ever. And then morning comes. Yay for sunshine. Yay for the league. Yay for fixtures. Yay for the commissioner. He's back. <laughs> it's back. It's back. I did not know where you were going with that, but I loved it. Good to hear your voice, my man. How are you? I am good, thank you. I am good. I am resigned to my new normal, um, which has taken some getting used to, but we're here now, so I'm actually a bit fearful of changing back to the old normal because this is now actually fine for me. I don't like shops anyway. Um, how about you? How's life? I'm getting used to people saying things like new normal. That's never going to be normal. As as <laughs> is new normal now normal? What's old normal? <laughs> I mean, did we used to go around saying this is normal? I don't think we did. Uh, I'm good. Uh, quarantine chic is being lifted here in Singapore. I'm going to be allowed to uh, do things in public, like go for a swim as of the weekend. Uh, and I am glad that football is back because... It's been an interesting world, uh, shall we say, since we last had a conversation with each other. Yeah, Having yep. the, to spend my time looking at news articles that don't make me want to vomit is fantastic. So I am glad FPL is back, even though I think I was beginning to pretend to enjoy the lack of stress. And now that we are back with a full a fake wildcard thing, yeah, there's some, there's some mixed emotions coming through right now. How are you feeling about you and your team? Hey, I am feeling, so on two levels, on my fantasy team, I'm feeling like we were on a slight upward swing when all this got paused. So, you know, mood around the camp is good. From a Liverpool perspective, <laughs> been panicking. <laughs> what you, why are you laughing at? Mood around the camp is good, okay? The squad are together. There were some terribles. We closed out the original um, season schedule with some low scoring weeks. I don't know if you remember this, some pretty low scoring weeks. But yes. as they say, in the land of the blind, the man with very faint eyesight has to be king. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> being the tallest small person for a couple of weeks there, or at least one of them. So I'm pretty happy, mood's good. Um, from a Liverpool perspective, I'm very excited about um, about Liverpool and our potential, the opportunity that's right in front of us, just within, just out of touch, maybe a couple of weeks away. Um, but I do want to, maybe this is for another pod. So you mentioned lockdown chic. How do you feel about some no cash, no code branded face masks? I am not sure if me walking around I knew you would love it. that says no cash, no going on it around the streets of Singapore is going to go down particularly well. I am in the conformatory light blue, but yes, merchandising is definitely an option we need to think about for next year. There's not a lot of cash going on in this league, just a lot of free work. But anyway, I digress. Happy for you. I was worried Liverpool were going to get some kind of asterisk uh, title and you guys have waited long enough, and it's not like you've banged on about it at all. So, uh, good news for you. <laughs> a little bit disappointed, actually, to see the league table and see how far ahead you are, because I was so happy that the football's back, forgetting so much of it is meaningless. And then did the same thing with the Fantasy Football League. Um, good to see that, yep, nothing's changed. Freddie is still top by a considerable distance. You mentioned your team was an upward swing. Obviously, that's what we're here for. Um, how have you managed your team in those many, many weeks off? We've had... I think nine, ten free transfers available on a week by no. week basis. 
no, 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 you're wrong. You see, so what happened was back in early March, mm-hmm. um, we all got an email and a phone call from the um, the head of the FA telling us all <laughs> not to log in, barring us under under <laughs> threat of threat of imprisonment. You're not allowed to log in. There's nothing to see here. Go about the rest of your quarantine lives. Um, no. And no, no. and also when we start again, um, you can use all your chips at the same time, but none of them will <laughs> cost you any actual chip usage. So we're good to go, yeah. right? We're good to go. None of that is true. I am actually a little bit upset with myself. Like we had the right for game weeks 30, the real ones before the 30 plus thing, 30 to 38, eight free transfers. We could have been tinkering with our teams, uh, expecting this to happen. I know you've not made a single transfer during that period of time. I haven't either. Who do you think would have made a transfer in this league of ours? Who would have been getting their team organised with eight? I mean, that's like a whole wild card in itself. Eight free transfers going into this. Who do you reckon has taken that up? Okay, so I'm going to go with somebody who has one manager of the month this season. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a Token House Yard affiliate. Okay. Actually, no. Wait. Freddie. It's the answer is Freddie. It's always Freddie. <laughs> I... As soon as we saw we had, the, the league was back. It's the first thing I checked. I was kicking myself. Why have I not done my team? There were some absolute drops. I was not on the upward tick that you were on. I've been hurtling down the league. I looked and Freddie was the first name I checked for exactly the reason that you said. And no, Freddie actually took a minus four, uh, a random minus four for no reason at all from what I can tell. And that is the last of the transfers back in game week 30-31. The next one I checked was the person I think you were going to refer to, the uh, alumni from Token House, <laughs> Tom minus four points Maxwell, who's um, been rapidly trying to join you at your point in the table. Even he did not use the transfers that were available to us. After knowing there's no Freddie, no Tom, I was losing hope. I thought the only person I can think of that still would have been organized enough, professional enough to have take, looked this gift horse in the mouth and said, yes, please, would be Stephen Hill, also mm-hmm. someone who had not logged on once. So we are all scrambling around this week. Uh, luckily, they've given us this free um, mini wildcard. Actually, we should talk about that. You said all the chips being used at once. Mm-hmm. This yep, is a public, yep, yep. Se- public service announcement. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, so in a normal week, I know this week is not normal. Everything is not the new normal normal. In a normal game week, should this you make a, plus week. a flurry of transfers and then decide, oops, that was a mistake. See Yanis, see Colin. You can then play your wild card and you are no longer on minus 16 for your flurry of transfers. You are just living in a wild card and everything is hunky-dory and it's like it never happened. All your previous transfers are just tinkering around in your wild card team. When you play your free hit, the exact same rules apply. So, no, you cannot use infinite transfers. Set your team up with 75 Man United players for the back half of the season. Then play a free hit over the top of that and then hope to get like, you know, the double, 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 double doubles that you need for this week and then go back to the free hit, the, the multiple transfer team. To say it in plain English, well, if you, yeah, it does. Go on. If you call your free hit... The team that will be available to you in game week 31 plus is the team mm-hmm. you finished game week 29 with. You go back after a free hit mm-hmm. to the team you owned before the last deadline. If you did 20 transfers, 
and then so you did let, the free let's, hit. Let's put the, let's make this real. Let's make this real. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about what what I know best, my team. So mm. I have a team, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mood around the camp is good. I'm not gonna have you come over here with your with your hmm. maybe your, maybe your team needs to have higher objectives for Frank. The blind man analogies in the team dressing room for kickoff and and the thirtieth the mood is good. I question your players, but anyway. <laughs> oh. Right. So I have a squad that yes. is the squad I left off with. Right. Yes. Deadline is in what six hours. Yes. I have unlimited free transfers up until okay. deadline today. Yep. Okay. If I want to make unlimited free transfers, I can change my whole squad. It won't yep. cost me a penny. Yep. You can get rid of Decore, correct? Yep. <laughs> and Noble. <laughs> and Noble. <laughs> and Button. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're all gone, right? Yeah. <laughs> but. I have to make a decision. Am I doing that for the double game week this weekend or am I doing that for the long haul? You yes. know, we always talk about these things, right? Yeah. What about if I want to make all my all my free transfers for the long haul, right? Mm -hmm. Press confirm Correct. and then log back in and play yeah. free hit with loads of double game week players. Will I yeah. then go back to my new squad, my new new squad, or I go back to the Decore squad that I have today. This is exactly why we're having this conversation. Imagine the joy on people's faces when they log in next game week, which is only in a few days' time, and all these people, the Buttons, the Nobles, the Decores they thought they removed, are back in the squad, because that is what is going to happen. Once you hit free hit, all those previous transfers you made just became part of your free hit. They just became part of that whole rotation through. There is we don't get the chance to play basically two wild cards, sorry, two chips at the same time. A wild card followed by a free hit. You're either one or the other. So to answer your question succinctly, you're stuck mm -hmm. with Noble coming back into your team, even if you've just swapped mm -hmm. him for uh, Aston Villa's fifth choice ranked midfielder. So if I love my team, love mm -hmm. the squad, love you guys. Yep, they're, they're listening. They listen in, they tune in every week. Um, I love my team, but the you know the fixture list, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, squad rotation. I'm saying you guys take a break. Love you, love you. Yep. I'm gonna free hit for this yep. week, but love you guys, come back to me. Exactly. I can do that, right? Exactly. I that. can go free hit. So, but I have to disregard this carrot that's been dangled by the league. This unlimited free transfers. Exactly that. Which um, is a little disappointing for those of us who are hoping it would be a great opportunity to claw in the guys who have fantastic teams already. But no, we, we don't get that opportunity. There's no two for one. You don't get to suddenly miraculously fit your doo doo team and get the benefit of the free hit as well. If you had a great team beforehand, good job. Well done, you. Keep your great team. I mean, we, we, everyone's going to have different tactics. And we haven't even mentioned the yeah. other chip, which is the bench boost, which is going to be tantalizing other people. Do you want to go a full 15 mm. and have every single Aston Villa player and Sheffield United striker you could possibly squeeze into your team? It's going to be interesting. One of the reasons this podcast come out before kickoff was just to talk about that. I have my own theories. Obviously, we don't give away, um, you know, tips on this, but all three strategies are very valid. Oh, speak for yourself, big man. I'm, hey, I'm a fountain of uh, people <laughs> queue at my door for the, the gems of fantasy knowledge I drop. Negative indicator. Anyway, so that's the truth. 
<laughs> while we're talking about your team, give everyone a quick yeah. reminder. What's the league yeah. looking like at the southern end? From my perspective, it things things are more interesting. Let's put it that way, right? So Aaron Mack, uh, first first year in the league, he has been in amongst the bottom three for most of the season. He's had some highlight weeks, but for the most part, he's made the headlines for the wrong reasons. Mostly that horrible, horrible team name. Um, <laughs> change your name, you know, he's Aaron. changed it. Oh, has he? Oh, yeah, he's updated it. Yeah, yeah. I can't even say that on, on air because this podcast is classified as a clean language podcast. So I can't yeah, he added a heart say... to the front of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, my God. Right. Okay. Yeah. Love Aaron, to eat there. Aaron, my office. You're the <laughs> we, first, we've got to talk to Man City about their FIFA fair play, and then we're talking to you next. Yanis um, <laughs> um, is all that sits between Aaron and myself. Um, you mentioned I am in 30th. Um, we feel good. The squad feels good. Um, playing behind closed doors, I think, will be good for this team. Um, I think the pressure of some of the crowds is too much. Um, then we have Adam Park at 29th, uh, fellow podcast host Tom Maxwell at 28th, and then you start to get into those who should be should be safe from a relegation battle. Uh, you have Jan, then Tom Everett, Kinder, um, and then Jason It Kasler at 24. Really surprising names down there, and Nick Mick just above that, like some stalls yeah. who had great yeah. starts of the season, looking like they might get pulled out. I mean, Aaron's down. Aaron's just playing for fun now. Yanis, uh, I yeah. love the optimism in his new name. Ings can only get better. Unlikely, but it's it's nice that he's feeling <laughs> that way. But I'm really intrigued to see Kenna Park in his debut. Can he stay outside the bottom three? Is T Max can get dragged down? It's it's there's lots to play for at that end still. There's people who haven't used a single minus four, um, you know, knocking 22nd in the league, George Johnson. Um, so you've got, you know, there's there's a little bit left to play for. There are mini leagues all over the place. I think it's probably the better way to look at it. You know, it can be you're within 50 game points, then you've got something to play for to chase or to um, steer clear of those behind or, or um, in front of you. So some good stuff to play for. How about from your perspective, up there in the dizzy, dizzy heights? Uh, it's just slightly out of my reach, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> up. I am, I am Arsenal. I am in this no man's land of, I'm not making it into Europe. I'm not, I mean, we just like, we're playing for next year. There, there, there's a few players trying to prove to the manager that they do deserve their place in the team overall, but yeah, it's not about us. As a commissioner, I have generously decided to host this year's event and not get too involved with the prizes. So uh, okay. we have Freddie. How magnanimous is, of you. Uh, you know, one for people. Yeah, I'm up for re-election. Freddie is ahead. Bob can still do this because of the, the interestingness of what's going to happen with these. Uh, I'm going to say it. I'm the first person. You're going to hear this every week now on Match of the Day. Thick and fast. As the games come thick and fast, <laughs> Bob's going to have an opportunity to... I, mean, I, I think a 58-point lead would probably be, for a man of Freddie's pedigree, too much but with the amount of rotation we're expecting to see and who knows what and who knows when the next virus is going to kick in and there's lots that could happen so 58 points that's seven points a week that needs to be closed in by bob that is eminently doable so so bob has a chance nevin bob had a chance but he's owned number two all season number one has changed a couple of times he's been two the whole way around so i'll be stunned if he's not actually just hankering down keeping that wings and saying thank you very much 
Nevin, not far behind. Uh, Bob, this is his first attempt at getting top three. He started really well last year, faded. He started well this year, faded, but he's back up. He's had a couple of really good weeks in a row. Um, so, yeah, he's in, in the mix. Then we have champion Tom Kane, Steve, who's also been there or thereabouts all season in fifth. And then it starts to, I, I guess, technically, I'm within touching distance of Steve. Then we've got a bit of a gap starting to form. Dylan, who was running away with it at, at one point, has now dropped to over 100 points behind the leader. And then after that, we're talking mid-table obscurity with some fantastic names that we all know and love. Um, mm-hmm. And then some guys we like less, like Jeff. Um, in that group. So, uh, <laughs> well, really... you say mid-table obscurity, but Jeff, so Jeff Moy leads, a, leads the... He is part of a pack of chasing, a chasing group, shall we say. So you, you are currently, according to my information, 1,652 points um, banked. Yep. Just just 29 points behind you includes a group of Dylan, Ali Maxwell, Luke Danes, Will Brox, Damien Prunty, and Jeff Moy. That chasing pack are just 29 points behind you. I think there's something that we're, we're going to see. We see this from a very small minority of players in a very small small minority of game weeks, which is the missed deadline. I think we're going to see a missed deadline um, be a bigger impact than it, than would be in a normal, um, not so thick and not so fast fixture I list. think we are. I think we are. I think we're going to see some missed deadlines. We've got, obviously, so Jeff in there is a true rookie. And to repeat, in case he didn't hear this earlier, you cannot free hit and also having limited transfers, then go with the unlimited <laughs> transfer team. Noob. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to see guys like him who have not had to go through. I didn't have a squad through this before, actually. We're all going to be adjusting overall. I mean, those names in that middle pack, uh, I, I did say I'm outside of Europe. I'm technically sixth, I guess. So if we call that mm. a line that people are aiming for, that pack, uh, some of the most active <laughs> fantasy man- managers, like Ali is normally gone by February. That doesn't seem to have happened this year. But the others, Luke Danes, Will Brox, Prunty, uh, Stephen Hill, Corky. I mean, there are who's who of guys who take this seriously. So, yes, I do have to look over my shoulder if I'm going to hold on to the non-prize paying sixth spot of some kind of pride. Um, so, yeah, actually, there is more to pay for than I actually realised there. Yeah, this break might be what people needed. You know, those who kind of start to fatigue when it gets to late February, early March. Now they've had this break. Suddenly they've got, you know what, I can get back into this. I've got a chance. I'm within touching distance, not only of the commissioner, but top six. You know, that's motivation enough. Okay, people, be motivated. Be I would love to think people are saying, I'm in touch and distance <laughs> of the commission. <laughs> uh, actually, judging by the abuse I get when my team falls apart, that's probably actually not that incorrect. Um, yeah, there's still stuff to play for. In fact, there, we've got a bit of other business in terms of things to play for. There is one more thing to play for, isn't there? There's, there's a main reason the, the Premier League has decided to come back. It's so that they can play their fixtures, so that those fixtures can turn into points so that the No Cash, No Code Cup can continue. That was a pause for the music. (laughs) 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 Yep, the No Cash, No Code. Listener, insert your own music there. (laughs) No Cash, No Code is back. Uh, The Cup, well, sort of back. Um, We've we've had a decision. and We've been talking in the the halls of No Cash, No Code and proposals were put together. How do we deal with this uh, COVID life? And the decision was made to move the fixtures. Uh, apologies for those who've texted me already asking about this, that we didn't get the information to you sooner. 
in light of there being so much going on right now, and most importantly, the reason the cup was invented was to keep everyone involved until the last days, we are going to move the fixtures. So we are at the quarterfinals. The quarterfinals will be played game week 36. The semifinals, game week 37. And the final, as ever, game week 38. So it's going to be, here it comes again, thick and fast in the cup as we get towards the end <laughs> of, the, of the season. So get your squads ready, get that balance done. Um, let's, 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 let's see who can survive when, it's all, when, when the bullets are flying. So I guess we need to really recap who's actually still in this cup. Yeah, and for those of you who are playing the No Cash, No Code podcast drinking game, <laughs> when you hear thick and fast, you know you have to do a shot. <laughs> Good luck to you. Uh, is that what we do in the new norm? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> That's for No Cash, No Code, bingo. Um, right, the the round of 16 was played. Was there um, some tight games here? It was a low scoring week. So when we go through these scores, it's important for everybody to cast your minds back. There's another one um, to, <laughs> to what was a very low scoring week by all accounts. So the first game that was played was rookie Jeff Moy against Colin Dash. That turned into, that was actually really, really close. One point separated it. That one point looks to have come from a transfer decision. So we had Hope for Ramsdale by Jeff Moy, Snodgrass for Cantwell for Colin Dash. And the oh. winner, Hope for Ramsdale, Jeff Moy goes through by one point. No claps. <sighs> I mean, Colin Dash has been, I mean, we don't have many listeners, but he's been the people's champion. He's been the person everyone has been rooting for. Those who've never met him care about him. His flamboyant use of chips, his triple barreled right backs that aren't playing for Liverpool. Like it's been wonderful to watch his uh, his manner of going about this league and to be knocked out by a rookie. It's got to hurt. It's only one point. Um, it's a shame for Colin, but I guess well done to Jeff. I know, it seems to be picking away a little bit right now. Um, Jeff is therefore through <laughs> to the quarterfinals yep. and he will be playing against the winner of Damien versus Tom. Damien was sixth seed at the start of the draw. Tom was a surprisingly low 29th. Was less of a surprise in the end. Damien was a comfortable winner. T Tom could have pushed him. He lost by only uh, seven points. Uh, he did it with only nine players. So one would think, should he have picked a full starting mm. 11, he would have had a chance. He made two transfers and still had only nine players. So I guess he didn't fancy the run any further. So that is Jeff versus Damien in the first quarter final. Well, that's going to be that's going to be an interesting clash. Can Jeff continue to be the the arch villain, the pantomime villain of, of this cup and go through and see, see himself in the semi-final. Right, so to the next round of 16 game, that was number five seed Tom against number two seed Bob. Big, big clash here. Um, this, I think, would have been a super, um, I don't know what they call it these days, super extra Sunday, super, super rival Sunday. Super, I think super, super, Yahoo, super. Yahoo Zoom Slack Sunday now, isn't it? Something like that <laughs> Yes, that's the one. Um, so this one came down to a, well, a minus four didn't help. Um, didn't help Tom came one bit. Our number two seed did end up going through, but it was closer. Then it, it was closer 
Um, it could have been closer if it wasn't for a minus four hit. He won in the end by five points. And so congratulations to our number two seed, Tom. Tom goes out. And you've got to say, is that Tom's last chance for any any silverware this year? Because I think he might be too far away in the league. It's been a storming season from El Champione. Uh, he, it, it did look like he was on for the double at one point. I'm not writing him off in the league because I think he, he did come from behind last year and he won it on the at the death on the mm. final, final night. Uh, so uh, he's not out, but yeah, it's going to hurt. That's rock the camp, that one. But Bob, second seed for a reason. He's been missed to consistency this year. He's well, second in both right now. So yeah, well done, Bob. He will be facing the winner of Will Boost versus Stephen Hill. It's not been a vintage season for Stephen. His ranking of seventh uh, seeding overall is probably a little inflated based on what he's done this year uh, in the league. But yeah, he's he's there where he needs to be. A comfortable win. Mm. He runs out 42, one of the highest mm. scores in a low-scoring week. Hadouken, take that. Poor Deboose, ranked number 19, was shown the door. Thank you very much, Stephen. Scampers through for a top seed clash. Two, Bob. Versus seven, Stephen. That is definitely the televised game. I tell you what, Bob's not had an easy run run here, has he? He's making. If he wins this, he would have earned it. Let's just put it that way. Bob is having to face He's down the probably probably picking up all of Colin's fans right now. So yeah, go on, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, so to the next round of sixteen games, saw Jason It Kasler up against Freddie, the number one seed Williams. Um, Jason decided not to make any transfers. Um, his captain was De Bruyne. His top scorer was not his captain. And I think that's all you need to know. Aurier 7 was his top score. And Jason IT Kasler whimpers out 40 points to 23 against the beast that is Freddie Williams. We've never had a double. Everyone, <laughs> League Unite. We've never had a double. Um, you want to go back a bit. This picking on Jeffrey Moy, it's twofold for those who don't understand the relationship. One, uh, the, the relentless texting when his team is doing vaguely well. Uh, two, I mean, I'm all for interaction. <laughs> uh, two, it's just pride of the league. I can't have a rookie come in here and make us all look like we've been wasting our time for the last 10 years. Um, so that, that's why. Uh, and also with Freddie, like the double just, it's, it's too much. We respect mm. you, sir, but let us have one of them, please. So everyone else <laughs> unites. I would take a... Ge- no, I wouldn't. No, no, I, wouldn't. no you wouldn't. I know anyway. you would. <laughs> so, Freddie, who is he facing? Oh, by the way, Jason Kasler, highest scorer, Aurier. If the answer's Aurier, you're asking the wrong question, is what we all know. <laughs> so, <laughs> no surprises he's out. Uh, the next one were two stalwarts of No Cash, No Code. It was Jay Brick, Jacob Brick, um, in his last chance of silverware. He has been a Winner of cash every single season since he's been in the league. This has been a terrible year for him. The move to Australia has not worked out. Um, and he was facing podcast's very own Jeff Brown. Not close. We said Stephen Hill's numbers were good with 42. Jeff Brown on that um, mood is good in the camp uptick. Uh, is that also on the drink? Mood is good in the camp. 48 <laughs> points to 19. It's like Jacob didn't even get out of the dressing room. He was owned before they even got off the bus. Con, con, a conclusive performance from Jeff, who has won this trophy before. And for all of the naysaying in the first half of this podcast, he does know how to do this. He does know how to have a run in the second half. Looking at Jeff's scores often makes you think, was he not taking it seriously in the front? Does he just like 
to be able to enjoy the the the, uh, the lack of pressure of a title run because he's clearly got it inside of him. Jeff versus Freddie. 11 seed versus one, the second highest ranking matchup that is left. Spoilers for later. Um, it's a big one. I will be tuning into that one. Popcorn at the ready. Freddie, will he be distracted by trying to get his team ready for an actual title run? Is Jeff going to throw away the league? Sorry, that's not a thing. Is he going to get relegated <laughs> while still getting ready uh, for the cup? It's going to be exciting. Is he Wigan or is he Wigan is the question. Is it going to be a slaughter to Man City or is it going to be a surprising cup win that will be remembered forever? Go on, Jeff. Definitely uh, who, Wigan. Who's... <laughs> the second to last fixture was Ali Maxwell versus Nevin. Ali normally fades as we talked about earlier but with this new format is he you know they haven't had the 100 days off are we going to get the alley that is the cerebral picker of random bandwagons way before they even start is that going to be enough to carry him through to win the title and get his first real silver and no cash no code no because he already lost to nevin in an absolute heartbreaker 32 to 34 both had the same captain Points on the bench wouldn't really have made a difference. It was as close as close could be. He's got to look at his team and give him a pat on the back versus Ali, saying, well done, lads, you gave it your all. But Nevin, who has been threatening on multiple fronts this season and was one of the first to check in with where the fixture is going to be now, uh, he's taking it seriously. Nevin is through. And Ooh. that's it. That's your lot. That is the no-code no uh, no cups. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. We have the saved the best till last. The best till last. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you a three seed versus a 16. I give you the upset. Steve Buster Douglas Suckling himself. <laughs> yes, that's right. It was a cold, dark night just outside Tokyo. There were not many people watching. There was not much press. But we do have it on record. The upset happened. Our very own commissioner, Falls down, down goes Andre <laughs> to Steve yeah, Suckling in much? a 31 to 22. 22, 22. You kicked out KDB and Lundstrom. 22. <laughs> in a game we I now feel I really regret all the things I said about your team in the last 25 minutes now because it's come home to roost quite badly. I forgot how happy I was when the league stopped for 100 days. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was a slacking. That was, you would only have beaten Jay Brick in the final 16, um, who, with, who only managed 19 points. It was probably one of the worst game weeks you've had. And as much as I would love, 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 to spend some time going through some of those decisions you made and how that's really worked out for you since. Turns out you got a bit of a break. I'm hoping <laughs> you've had a chance to sit down with your, with your chairman, with your transfer committee, with your players, <laughs> and really I mean, have a, you know, that brutal talk. In the second half of that game against Steve something, there were planes flying over the ground with various signs with the uh, the general unrest of the, uh, the the fans of my club it was I, I don't know what I was thinking I, we don't talk about transfers much on this but I'm taking out KDBs and instruments I'm bringing in their shells I'm I did I'm watching Fernandez score week after week after week and he's pretty much the guy who put me out more than anybody else it's embarrassing but as I mentioned earlier on the podcast 
I'm here to facilitate. I'm a host. Like, you guys come round, play in my league, have some fun, take my money. I'll spend my weekends just talking about it on your behalf. That, that's what we're really here for. I'm happy for Steve. He's been a bit of a star of the league this year. He was uh, Steve of the photo watching Vardy score hat-tricks mm-hmm. live in a game. Uh, he's... Go on, Steve. I'm rooting for you now. I, obviously, if I lose the eventual champion, I'll feel much, much better about it also. Yeah, I'm going to the bookies. I'm putting all my cash on Steve. Uh, Steve, uh, text me. Let, let's talk about moving <laughs> fixtures around on your behalf or whatever it is you need to get done. Uh, I'm embarrassed to be out. I'm embarrassed that my season's almost over, but I'm glad to be back. I'm actually excited. Um, I'm, I'm going to be wrapping up pretty soon because I've got some serious tinkering to do. It is uh, 5 p.m. over here in... Singapore, I plan to do a solid three hours of tinkering away. I have not logged in yet. I have not looked at my team. I know I don't like anyone who's there, but I also know I have infinite transfers, so it's going to be fun. <laughs> what are you thinking? What's your plan? So I have, it is It is almost 10 o'clock in the morning here on the first game day back. So I've got a lot to do. I've got a lot to do. Um, first of all, we've got to think about our jersey and sponsor. Um, that we're going to be finishing the season with. So there's some important decisions to be made there. I'm thinking of coming away from the red and black stripes. Um, so we've got a big meeting with the design team later. Then we're going to be talking to the chairman about, um, about making sure that we have the right number of, um, well, the, the right number of data points to really understand how my bench is outperforming my actual players. Once that's done, I'll then be logging in and I'll look at the team I had last time. Now, I've looked at them this morning, and I like them, okay? Guys, I like you, okay? I'm fans of yours, but people are asking for changes. Apparently, giving halftime talks in front, on the pitch, in front of an empty stand isn't the way to go. So I'm not quite sure. I can see you doing that (laughs) full-on finger waggle. (laughs) Exactly. There's no crowd, so it doesn't matter. We might as well stay out on the grass, have some oranges, and just crack on again. I don't see why this needs to change. Uh, No, I'm really looking forward to it. I've got... I haven't done any of the prep work I was supposed to have done. Um, I haven't done my homework as far as my own team goes. I spend too much time looking at the league and looking at other people's teams. I haven't actually spent time on my own. So I couldn't tell you who has the best, who has the fixtures, the optimal, XG. I just know the only thing I know is the only thing I've learned from this podcast is that the games are coming thick and fast. But that's the end of the podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, absolute pleasure. Love love being able to catch up with you. Uh, Looking forward to seeing uh, how your your team evolves, uh, what strategy you go with. Are you a bench booster? Are you a free hitter? Three hits do not over. No, don't do that again. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do, mate. Um, good luck. Speak to you soon. Um, for, thank you for being with us, listener. Obviously, with this uh, new schedule, I cannot tell you when the next pod is going to be, but I'm telling you, I am looking forward to it already. So, see you all soon.